It's time for the new named Trending Tuesday. Oh boy, that's streamlined. Yeah, Trending Tuesday.、Uh, we called it Current Events Tuesday for the last few months. I don't know why we didn't just do Trending Tuesday. Now, when we say trending, we're just talking about things that we have found on the internet like in the last couple of days. Things that are. It, it might not, when we say trending, I think one of the reasons why I, I steered away from trending might have been because. When you say trending, people think you're going to get on and talk nothing but about celebrities and things like that.、Oh, it's no. like, no, we're kind of talking about like new studies that come out and celebrities, but we're talking about everything. But we're going to stick with that trending Tuesdays. So without further ado, I'm Justin. And I'm JP. And we're the Podcasting Dead. Yes, from the title, you can tell we do talk about The Walking Dead. But as you can see from this podcast, we podcast about many, many different things, including upcoming paranormal podcasts, woke podcasts. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead. We did Game of Thrones. We'll probably do the prequel show, The Watchmen, when that comes out. So if you are a fan of podcasting in general, consider hitting that subscribe button. I'm sure we produce something that you'll enjoy. And if we don't, I mean, as long as you don't hit that bell notifications, it won't bother you when,、uh, when, we, when we produce new stuff. But if you are into what we do and you do subscribe, like on YouTube, hit the bell notification. And it'll let you know、uh, when we post new content. Also, we are available on SoundCloud. And Castbox and working on iHeartRadio,、uh, iTunes, and Spotify. So, we've been working on Spotify for a while. I'm going to have to maybe create a new SoundCloud account just for Spotify. Oh, yikes. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. So, let's go. JP, are you ready to talk about some stuff that's happening uh, now? Uh, like right now? Right now. Yeah, I guess. I figured I would、uh, cover one that would get your attention first. You ready?、Oh, okay. So we're talking about bikinis. You, you, you're intrigued, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So、uh, I was looking up it on the sun.com.、Um, there's a new bikini on sale that's designed to look like two hands are holding and covering your boobies. And the hands are connected with a、uh, sheer material. So unless someone gets pretty close, All they would see would be the hands. And, and just for what it's worth, the designer made the bikini hands look like women's hands with red painted nails. That's probably a better look than like hairy man hands. Yeah, probably so. It's funny. I read that one on the,、uh, the radio morning show and I went into a Dolly Parton song out of it. It was, it was pretty clever. <laughs> well,、uh, also, too, these things, these are on sale, but they're expensive. It's $326. Are you kidding me? $326. Man, I can、uh, squeeze up on some real boobs for that kind of thing. I was going to say, just, just you, you know, know it's pay JP like a hundred bucks. He'll follow you around the beach or the pool all day and just make it look a lot more genuine. Yep. But yeah, there they are. You can find them online. Oh, it's man. It's not kind of what I was thinking, but、uh, interesting. That's wild. Interesting.、Uh, you should buy some for yourself. And then wear them into the studio when we start video podcasting. So, do you think they'll make like a Speedo for dudes that just looks like a, a guy's hand, like holding his junk? Oh, man, I don't know. Would you buy one? I, I'd have to. <laughs> why not? I don't know why I am not surprised. So, JP, let's talk about dogs. We know the puppy eyes usually get our four legged friends whatever they want, right?、Uh, yeah, it usually works. Uh, it's, I know with my dog, if, if I get the sad puppy eyes, I'm going to at least give him a little treat or a little scrap of food or something, even if he's breaking the rules.、Uh, well, it turns out, according to、uh, ABC News, that、uh, that's, just, that's not just by coincidence.、Um, the, it's, it's a result of 
tens of thousands of years of evolution. The researchers believe that when dogs were domesticated about 33,000 years ago, some of them started figuring out that when they made that face, it helped them to get what they wanted from humans. So the muscles in their faces evolved to make it easier for them to make that facial expression to the point where now it's very widespread. Ancient dogs didn't actually have those muscles and wolves don't either. Uh, the researchers said, quote, you don't typically see such muscle differences in species that are closely related, which means that uh, dogs evolved those muscles for a reason. And that reason is to manipulate us. Huh. That's, that's wild, man. It, it's just wolves figured out they could eat better just, you know, picking off our scraps and, you know, out there hunting gazelle yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I uh, When I go home and Charlie gives me the puppy eyes, I'm like, ah, your evolution can't fool me. Get out the kitchen. It's wild, man. And then I probably still will give him something. Just every little weird breed of dog just comes from wolves, you know? Right, yeah. How, how wild is that? It's like all got a starting point. Yep. And moving on, found this one on Metro.com. So when you are looking uh, for a job, there's a lot of small stuff that goes into getting the job. So they put out a list of things that can ruin your chances of getting the job. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the job hunt, pay attention. This might help you. Uh, number one, not applying for the job properly in the first place, like emailing the wrong person or not using the online system they set up for applications. Just read the job description carefully and do exactly what they say. And while that sounds like common sense, it is easy to kind of glaze over stuff like that and just get excited and jump the gun and send it to who you think it needs to go to or whatnot or skip the online and send a resume thinking, oh, they just want my resume. I don't need to do the application. Just do what they say. You know, as as someone who's been in management, JP, you've been in management for a while too. It's all we we always have an appreciation for someone that follows instructions more than someone that just jumps the gun or you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, it's weird. I've never had to uh, make a resume. Like I've never had you know applied for a job. I've got one, but it hadn't been updated in a long right. time. So I mean, like well, you know, the radio stuff I just fell into, and other than that, it's just been retail and odd jobs. I'll tell you, from a management standpoint, man, I can try to be all lovey dovey and and new age and be like, no, we love taking initiative is sometimes as a manager, you like it when someone takes initiative, but there is a such thing as, is too much. You know what I mean? Like I want you to follow instructions. I've hired you to complete tasks. I want you to do those. Now, if you have suggestions or if you do things that need to be done without me asking you, that's taking initiative. That's awesome. But when, you know, you have someone that will waste company time trying to tell you why they don't think they should have to do that you know what i mean or or yeah. you know or or trying to tell you that you just need to redo the it's like okay you know what we can talk about this later right now i've hired you to do, to to follow instructions get these things done so that we can run efficiently and then we'll discuss them later at a meeting or you know what i'm saying like mm. People just got to learn, like, you know, if you something like that, say, hey, I'd love to sit down with you sometime. I've got some ideas I think could really help speed up. That's taking initiative, but just not doing what you're told and then labeling it as I'm taking initiative. It's not. And managers see right through that. That was a chain of command, you know. Uh, number two, not being fun enough in your interview. I can see that. It depends on the job. But in, in, in general, people like to work with others that they like to be around. So if you come off as kind of boring and stiff, it takes your chances on down. Don't mean you have to pull out a full-on stand-up routine, but if you can make them laugh or you see a friendly opportunity, just take it. I mean, it's all about schmoozing, you know? Oh, so yeah. Now, however, this next one kind of contradicts that in a way. Being too fun is not a good thing either. Some people overdo it and act like they're talking to a friend instead of a potential boss. 
So you want to be likable, but you need to be professional. Not like you're hanging out at the bar with friends. That's sometimes the hardest things with working in smaller companies is is sometimes the line between friend and and boss kind of blurs, and and you do get to thinking that your boss is, you know, your friend. In which some cases they might be, but at the end of the day, you have to realize that when you're in that workspace, your manager is your manager. I mean, you know, outside of that workspace, I mean, you know, which I still would advise to – depending on your manager. I mean, you just get to know your manager first and foremost. But at the end of the day, you know, when you're at work, they are your manager. So, you know, joke around, have fun, but also understand, like you just said, the chain of command. Yeah, man, I've definitely been in that situation with some people under me, and it really gets weird. Like, say, there's like some uh, some hooking up going on, and then you have to, you know. Between you and them? Yeah, and then you have to, like, you know, direct the person that, you know, was, like, naked with you a couple nights before. And That's they, why you typically don't do that. Yeah, man, but it just feels so good because it's like that forbidden fruit, you know. Like you're just crossing these boundaries and stuff gets. And I hope you have enough sense to know who is able to handle that and who is not. Oh no, I've never had that kind of sense. I I just dump in head first. Number four and the final thing: uh, still using an embarrassing email address. Hopefully, you you've gotten rid of like uh, fingerbanging69 at gmail.com because it's just not. You know, you probably had it back when you were younger. I know, I know someone that still uses a sixty-nine in every one of their email addresses, yeah. and they've changed them. But it's like, ah ha ha, you sixty-nine, ha ha. Yeah. You know, so if nothing else, keep that one for your friends, but create a more professional email address. Um, but even just using the wrong email can make you look bad. So, you know, sites like AOL, Excite, and Yahoo are seen as less professional. Gmail is kind of the new standard, which is, yeah, I mean, we do business with tons of people all the time. And I got to say, I think the vast majority of people, if they don't have their own server, their email address is at gmail.com. It's Gmail. just kind of what people use. Speaking of which, you can always email us at podcastingdeadpodcast at gmail.com. So, yeah, there's always that. So if you're looking for a job, keep those things in mind, and you should be just fine. JP, you and I, I think we want to be on the road. I think that life might not allow it, but if we had it our way in a perfect world, we would just travel. Just go see different places and see the world, really, which I think the vast majority of people want to do that anyway, so it's not anything unique or special, but we would love to travel, right? I get to feeling cagey all the time. Yeah, I'd like to just stay on the go. Well, our good friends over at WalletHub just released its annual list of the best states for a summer road trip. And you're going to be shocked at uh, number one. You're going to be pretty shocked, I believe. Um, But, you know, it's basically so if you're planning a road trip this summer, this is going to help you out. So they based it on 33 different metrics like traffic, gas prices, number of attractions, quality of the roads and the weather. And this year, North Carolina took uh, down Wyoming to snag that top spot. Really? But the thing is, like, we seriously live, like, what, 20 minutes from North Carolina? I mean, like, at no point in this town, which is your town or my town, which is, like, 30 minutes away, I can be in North Carolina in under 20 minutes. Like, we live right on the border between Virginia and North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, the their other stuff must be killing it because it said they based it on the quality of the roads. North Carolina has some of the worst roads oh, I've ever dude, driven yeah, on in my like entire life. I mean, like, it doesn't matter how smooth your car is. There are potholes everywhere. There's broken road. It's always under construction, but they're never fixing anything. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on North Carolina. I've had lots of fun in North Carolina. I love Raleigh, Cary, 
all of those areas. Durham, not as much, um, but, uh, you know, Greensboro. Yeah, man. What's, what's cool about North Carolina, you got the bigger metropolitan series, uh, cities, you got mountains, you got beaches, you got a little something for everybody, except for deserts, no deserts. Right, that we know of. Yeah, I haven't found one yet. But yeah, so uh, I can kind of see that. Uh, three new states also made the top 10 this year. You ready for this? I hope so. Wisconsin's in 10th place, Oregon's in 8th place, and Virginia came in at 4th. Is that right? That's Virginia. right, Virginia. See, like, well, we, well, a lot of times when I hear people talk about, you know, they think Virginia's boring, I'm like, well, that's because you stay in this area. Mm-hmm. If you venture out into other parts of Virginia, there are lots of really, we have cities in Virginia, we have country areas, we've got sub, I mean, Virginia really has a little bit of everything. We're on the coast, I mean, in a couple of hours, you're at the beach, Um you know, I've been to Virginia Beach many, many times. Myrtle Beach tends to be my favorite, which is in South Carolina, even though Myrtle Beach has gotten a little dangerous. I guess it's just because where I go is not dangerous. Mm-hmm. But um been to Virginia Beach many times. It's close enough that me and my girl, like my girlfriend and I have taken many day trips down there. Just pack up the dog and some chairs and some lunch and just drive to the beach and yeah, chill Virginia on it. Beach isn't bad. It's definitely not my fave. But. No. Have you been there? What's the last time you've been there, though? Uh, it's been a few years. It's really kind of come around. Now, yeah. At one point, it was getting kind of dangerous and a little more sketchy looking. Now they've cleaned it up, and it's a lot of attractions out there. Last few times I've been, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, you know, kind of dubbed it the ghetto by the sea. I, I never called it that, but I well, it, it, yeah. that. And I mean, I could understand back when I was in high school. I remember going with my parents, and it, you know, a couple of times, and it wasn't the most mm-hmm. desirable area. But here in the last like decade, man, it's really kind of. Turned around. Yeah, man. I, I really like that. Minus, the obviously, banks. the That's shooting my, uh, that they just had down there. But yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that was awful. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Virginia at number four and North Carolina at number one. Now, here's what's crazy Florida, Washington, and Colorado dropped out of the top 10 huh. for road trips. Yeah. Is that right? I guess it's just Virginia is one of those places, Virginia, North Carolina, if you just don't plan to, you know, go to one place and you want to just kind of drive through the state and, hit some of the cool stuff then uh, so yeah so for all of our friends uh overseas who say hey i want to visit america what would you recommend according to wallet hub you should check out north carolina and even virginia and lucky for you they are smushed together so you could yeah. actually do a two-state road trip lots of good historical stuff around i mean we got jamestown williamsburg you're not i mean DC monticello might, yeah monticello dc might as well be in virginia i mean i've always considered it pretty much part of virginia right. you could get there in what like three hours Somewhere in that range? Between four and five, something like that. What? It ain't never taken us five hours to get there unless you account for traffic. Let me, uh, I mean, maybe if you're a ca- map questing. If you, yeah, if you account, I'm pretty sure we've gotten there between three and four, would be what I'd say, unless I'm just thinking of, of the beach. Listen to me, map quest. Let's map quest this. <laughs> Showing your age uh, there. Four hours, 19, according to this. Ah, yeah, I've never, I was going to say, it's never taken me five hours to get there, but, you know, four, I could see more. I always thought between three and four, but. Yeah, which you're a little, uh, if you're coming from your place, you're a little, because I'd always hit. That knocks off like a half hour, 45 minutes of the drive, right? Yeah, I'd do like 58 to 85 to 95. And, uh, you know, I always forget when we talk about how far somewhere is, we have to account for the fact that, unfortunately, a lot of places are closer. For like like uh, Lynchburg bit, yeah. takes you, like, what, an hour and a half to about get hour to? hour 15, yeah. It takes me, like, 
an hour max, maybe, maybe a little under an hour. An hour yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah. So, like I said, th- between three and four hours typically, unless you have it, because Washington has some horrendous traffic. Oh, you geez. ever go to D.C., Get man, on 66 and just sign geez, your own death warrant. The traffic is just terrible. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so lots of things you can see and do. Maybe yeah. do a North Carolina-Virginia road trip. That'd be pretty cool. I'm telling you, man, my favorite way to get to D.C., though, is still just going straight up 29. Mm-hmm. Just, it's so scenic. You got a lot of, like, little, like, roadside probably a little longer right it it is a little longer you got a lot more stop and go traffic but you know 29 is a good highway yeah it takes you many places it's it's mountainous it's you know got some wineries through there that'd really be cool start at the bottom of north carolina and work your way up hitting like raleigh and and uh you know like you got what uh, outer banks and Mm -hmm. just hit up all these cool little spots assuming you have a week or two for a road trip yeah and then make your way and let the final stop be at the very top of virginia at dc Oh, dude, that'd, that'd be a great, great way to wrap it up, especially if you're not from uh, America and you kind of want to get that American experience. Mm-hmm. A lot of important things happened in Virginia. Yeah, they sure did. More presidents were born in Virginia than any other state. And you can go to their homes. Mount Vernon, George Washington's home is here. You've yeah. got uh, Monticello. It's it's a lot of really cool, his, like I said, Jamestown. Yeah, I mean, Jamestown's where it's all started. The first permanent North American settlement was Jamestown. Yeah, right so it's Virginia. a lot of things. So yeah, I could see that. And JP and I both love history, so sorry if we're going on a little bit about the historical yeah. stuff. But I feel like if you're not from America and you want to get that kind of sense of America, yeah. You know, start at the bottom of North Carolina, work your way up to the top of Virginia and D.C. Mm-hmm. So there you go. A lot of times we've been asked that a surprising amount by people that aren't from the states on the podcast. And we never really know what to tell them. We're like, I don't It's a lot to see and do. It's yeah. a big, big continent. But now, hey, that's a simple answer. Tell you what, the easiest thing to do, start at the bottom of North Carolina and just make mm-hmm. your way up. To the yeah, top of Virginia. It all depends on what you're into. You know, if you're into like a no, just do that. Coke and hookers. I mean, well, I guess they're here too. I was gonna say, yeah, it's not like uh, they're not. You're here. really taken away from this. Is the ultimate travel experience. Yeah. You can have good historical and 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 beach areas and stuff, and then you can get all the meth, crack, and heroin that you want. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that would make for a great vacation, but I'm not here to judge. I don't know. So check this out, JP. Do you plan for the future a lot? No, no, I do not. You Much don't? To my dismay. Oh, man. Well, according to a new study from mixbook.com, it turns out that men spend more time uh, picturing their future wedding <laughs> than women. I, Wait a minute. Men picture their future wedding more than women? Men imagine and, and are planning in their head their wedding more than women do. Like as a means to figure out how it happens so you can avoid it? Is that the kind of thing? It's not a lot, though. The survey found that men are 8% more likely than women to think about uh, the wedding, like what it would look like when they're uh, dating someone. Uh, there are some other results from the survey. Uh, about 7 out of 10 married people say they had a picture of their wedding in their head before they met their significant other. Uh, The top things that uh, people imagine are the location, their dress or suit, the food and drink, photos, and who they're going to invite. And the most common words people use to describe wedding planning are exciting, memorable, and stressful. Hmm. Hmm. I thought we were like on the decline of weddings. Man, I hope we... Don't get me started. (laughs) You say that, and, and one year from now, we'll be like, congratulations to JP on his wedding. Yeah, you better uh, do some tests, because I've obviously been replaced by some like alien doppelganger or something like that. Maybe you've been taking advantage of all of the touristy things we were just talking about between Virginia and North Carolina. Uh, you know, your idea of a vacation. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so moving on with some dumb criminal news because man, criminals sometimes be dumb and yeah, it's entertaining. So uh, this one comes to us uh, from Bothell Kenmore Reporter. So um, I don't know. There's a 23-year-old guy named Eli from uh, Washington. And back in April of last year, he was driving to work and intentionally drove his Camry into two people who were crossing the street. He told the cops that he was trying to, quote, get out of going to work. Huh. He... What? Why wouldn't you just like crash into a tree or something and then be like, oh, I had a wreck. I don't feel good. I got to spend the day in the hospital. Are you going to hit pedestrians? Or just just lie? You could always just lie. Right. There's always that. He said he worked in a school cafeteria and he hated the direction his life had taken. So the answer apparently was to run over uh, pedestrians. Okay, well, I guess that makes a little... That's like that Michael Douglas movie. What, uh, what was it, Falling Down or something? Fortunately, both of the people that he hit survived, even though uh, he was going to... You know, he was going about 35 to 40 miles per hour when he hit him, which doesn't Yeesh. sound fast, but it's a that's a fast... You know, that's it's fast to get hit by a several thousand pound moving object. Yeah. Um, and he uh, even eventually sped up as he saw them in the intersection. Wow. I think this guy's got a lot more going on than hating his job. He was in uh, court last month and pled guilty to three different assault charges, and he was just sentenced to 14 years in prison. And I'm not even going to try to defend this guy. Like, he deserves that. He deserves that. JP, what's the silliest thing you've ever done to get out of work? What's the silliest excuse you've ever, which you hadn't really, you hadn't really. In the the couple of years you've been here, I don't think you've really called out much. I mean, you've you've always been pretty straight up. I got to do this tomorrow or yeah, man. But what's well, the craziest thing you've ever said or, or done to get out of going to work? This uh, this job I don't really hate. I've had other jobs where I just, oh, man, what's the – well, you know, the job before this, man, I went like seven years and only called out like twice. So I'm like punctuality. Well, man, I don't know about punctuality, but attendance. I'm, was, I'm pretty good with yeah, attendance. I, mean, yeah. I, I really haven't missed a lot of work. No, like I said, I don't think the years you've been here, even if you have had to miss a day, which I don't think it's been but like maybe one or two days. If I, know, even I had a stomach bug at one point. I wish I could think of something funny to just make up, but nothing's coming out. Yeah, at least head. you're honest. So yeah. going back to weddings, JP's favorite topic. Oh, <laughs> weddings and babies. So uh, this comes to us from SWNS Digital. Uh, recently, a lot of the stuff that we do is surveys, because I mean, like I said, we just browse Google and even the forsaken Yahoo looking for stories but uh you know you get a lot of advice when you're planning to get married or even before you even think about getting married people that are married want to give you advice it's like with kids i'm only a month and a half into being a dad and i have tried to make it my goal that i am not going to be that annoying parent that a tries to pressure you into thinking you have to have kids Mm -hmm. uh, and i'm not going to try to be super dad and give everybody a lot of advice now if somebody is to ask you know hey what did y'all do to get her to sleep at night or what did you do when she did this i'm happy to share what i know but i can't stand those know-it-alls i just want to be like i'm a dad and right it drives me crazy and same thing with weddings you know people that are married are like oh just wait till you get married yada mm-hmm. like i don't i didn't ask yeah. i did not ask for your advice it sounds like you're miserable in the fact that you're married and trying to project that out to me i don't know but, that going around. Uh, yeah. but you do get a lot of advice about weddings and you'll ignore most of it because you feel the way we do it's kind of human nature Maybe this can be your guide to what you should actually listen to when people talk. A new survey asked people what wedding advice they wish they had gotten uh, and that they would have followed. Uh, And here are the top 10 answers. Number 10, going backwards here, 14% said save stationary and keepsakes. 
Number nine, 14% said print a wedding book. Hmm. Now, here's something to think about. The study was commissioned by a company that prints wedding books. Okay. So that might be why they put that there. Number eight, create a guest book, said 15%. Seven, serve good food, said 21%. Six, uh, create a wedding album, said 24%. Number five, plan for the unexpected. Number four, pay more attention to the little details. Number three, stick to your budget. Number two, take more pictures. And number one, relax and enjoy the day. Yeah, man, I was just in a wedding this past weekend, and I was definitely disappointed with the food. The chicken was dry. They had, like, roast beef and, like, this gravy sauce, but they didn't have anything to dip the gravy out with. Like, they had some awesome mashed potatoes, but I can't dip out my, my saucy gravy to put over the mashed potatoes. So it's a crime. It was It was. It was just stupid. That's I think that's was. why I'm so hesitant to get married, man. It's just like the whole wedding process is not appealing. It's not a matter of loving someone or not. And ultimately, if I do, it'll be, you know, not it'll be. I don't, it's just like if I have a wedding, which I think my girlfriend and I have agreed, if we get married, it's going to be a very small affair. Mm-hmm. Um, we At might the beach, I bet. No, no, not that's what beach. I want at the beach. Yeah, my girlfriend said absolutely not the beach. Just she doesn't like that. Like I, I could live at the beach, and some people are like, oh, you get sick of it. No, I, I can assure you, I've, I know the way I feel when I'm at the beach. I've been there for extended periods of time, and it's the only place where leaving is really hard to do. If I go out, you know, on vacation out in the woods, which I love being in the woods, but I mean, after a few days in the cabin, you're kind of like, ah, it's been fun, but I'm kind of ready to get home. Mm-hmm. I'm never that way. You know, um, but I would love to get married on the beach. She doesn't really care as much for the beach as I do. Um, but it's going to be a very small affair. I'm not even wearing a tux. Like we'll go wear like you really? know, like I told you, I want to get my groomsman. If my groomsman, because I think it's, I just think it's, it sucks to ask your groomsman to be in your wedding, which is an honor and thank you. But then you're also saying, okay, and do you mind spending a couple hundred dollars and doing everything I asked you? Oh yeah, I dropped two twenty on this tux. This last yeah, it's weekend. it's and it's, it's it's just insane. You don't even get to keep the damn thing. So nope. what I would do is maybe fifty bucks, right? Like go spend fifty bucks and we'll figure out a you know pant and shirt button up color and we'll all go buy that to match or whatever. But the good news is you can keep it. And wear it at other affairs, yada, yada, yada. And you're only spending 40 or 50 bucks right. versus spending $200 on something that you've got to turn Ooh. back in. And God forbid you stain that sucker up. Yeah. I love when they're like, do you want to put insurance on it? No, I paid you $200 to rent it. I should be able to piss all over this thing and you deal with it. Jesus, I didn't pay half the price of the damn tux to wear it for four hours. Telling Get out you. of here. I think it's a ripoff, man. But and then, too, I think that weddings are just all... It's, it's, it's just one of, it's just, what would we call that? Consumerism? Like, it's just all, the whole yeah, idea man. of weddings just stems from everybody wanting to, you know, to be a prince or a princess and just seeing, because what I was reading, like, it came from ancient traditions, because back in the day, just you and your significant other went to the church and boom, you got married. Whereas, you know, royalty had these big affairs and these fancy dresses and fine dining, and eventually people just wanted to. And I'm not saying if that's what you want, there's anything wrong with you, but I'm just saying, for me, that's just not as appealing. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's it's all just a big money racket, mm-hmm. kind of like diamonds. You know, I've watched a documentary on how big of a ripoff diamonds are. Like they're not rare. They're not. You have rare diamonds, but I mean, typically the wet the wedding ring you spend, you know, engagement ring, which you you spend like it's probably valued at like ten twenty percent what you actually pay for it. Um, but anyways, I digress. Yeah, a lot of those diamonds come from like blood, uh, war-torn right, countries, yeah. like funding warlords. and Oh, yeah. But yeah, just the idea of a big fancy wedding has never been appealing to me. I would like something much smaller and intimate with people that I, I, I care about there. And then maybe, like I, I what I wanted to do was go to Ocean Lakes. They have this really sweet observation deck. Mm-hmm. 
sweet observation deck. It's huge, and you actually can get married up there. Just take a few people there. What would you say? I was going to say, and why is your girlfriend so opposed to the beach? She just doesn't love it the way that I do. I mean, but still, just for like a one, like a wedding, like a weekend wedding, man, it just seems, I don't know. Well, like what I wanted to do, right, I wanted to go up there, right, and take the people in the wedding and nobody more, just the people Uh in the wedding. Now, if you want to come up there and rent your own condo, then sweet, but go up there, get married on the observation deck, we'll spend the night there, we'll have a little private celebration, you know what I mean? Like, we'll go back to the condo, we'll drink some, blah, 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 blah. And then we come home and like either that evening or maybe the evening afterwards, we have like a reception for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that to me seems a lot funner because you spend all like weddings are over in like 20 minutes. Yeah. And you spend all this time and money and effort on, on the wedding ceremony itself. And then it's just done. Oh, yeah, man. We, we spent more time taking pictures than the, the whole time of the ceremony. I mean, it's, it's horrific. Oh, yeah. Which, a side note, I will say advice that I will give younger people that this gives, and this has nothing to do with weddings, just in life. Do take more pictures. The, the thing is, you have, you know, back in the day, people had the lug cameras around if they wanted to take pictures to keep it disposable in their pocketbook or their back pocket or something. With phones, Take pictures a lot. I mean, don't spend all your time taking selfies, but I'm saying if you go somewhere, take a few pictures and take pictures of people in your group because you just down the road, I promise you, here's a true thing. I used to be one of those kids with a video camera mm-hmm. and I, I didn't video everything, but I mean, if we were doing something funny or whatever and I could get it out and record it, you know, I would do it. And sometimes people would be like, oh, what that quit, put the camera down, man. What? And I, every single one of them, when we've gone back and watched footage from like 15 years ago of like, man, like they'll hear themselves in the camera be like, oh man, put that up. We'll be like, dude, I'm, I'm glad that you didn't listen to me. Like, it's awesome that I can go back, that we can go back and watch this now. Yeah, man. You got me wanting to dig through my old archives. I got a lot of, a lot of stuff. I mean, well, you know, it's just, it's just, and like with pictures, man, just don't know who will be here, who will won't, who won't be here when the good days that you're in are going to end. So you just take pictures. Uh, that's you, that's my life advice. Just take pictures. Don't go overboard. But if you go somewhere, if you got people over, take pictures. Take pictures of everybody there. You remember like the process of editing like a home movie back in the day? Like you had the little tape that went in the camera that you had to put in like a, a VHS adapter. You and know and what I'm feed saying? it to the computer. Yeah. Well, like I had a double VCR. So like we would put the little tape and the big tape and put that in the VCR. Oh, I remember the little tape that goes inside the full size right, right, tape. Right. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, have a blank tape on the, in the other deck and, you know, just cut and record and cut and record. Record, and stop, record, Jesus, rewind, man. get to that scene. Yeah. yeah. God, that used to be a pain in the butt. Just imagine when people had to slice like film. Oh, yeah, man. Whew. Crazy. But that was a pain. But, yeah. but yeah, take more pictures. That's just general life advice right there. And so moving on to our last story of the day. Now, this one, as you know, we always try to kind of wrap things up with a feel-good story because there are enough crappy people out there that the good ones deserve some recognition. And there are a lot more good ones out there than the media would have you believe. Mm -hmm. So let's get on to the good news. So check this out. This is really cool. A lot of world records, you know, can be kind of moot. They're just kind of stupid and pointless. However, um, this one is, is... much better uh, and for instance like a stupid one one guy uh, broke 46 wooden toilet seats over his head in under a minute like yeah. that's cool but who cares like he just was trying to get into the book of world records <laughs> right uh, but uh, so check this out a bunch of scuba divers got together near uh, Boca what is it called is it Boca Rotten I've seen it I just Boca never have Raton. Boca Raton there you go I've just never actually had to say it out loud Uh, Florida on Saturday and attempted to break the record for the largest underwater cleanup. 
They cleaned uh, trash from the ocean floor, and uh, they all had to be in the water doing this for some, you know, at the same time to qualify. Uh, the previous record of 614 divers was set in Egypt in 2015, and they just topped it. Someone from Guinness was there, and the final count was 633 people. So they beat it by 19 folks. Uh, I haven't seen the official total yet for how much trash they cleaned up, but uh, they were right next to a pier and pulled out about 1,600 pounds of lead fishing weights alone. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't get people who just throw stuff in the ocean, though. Yeah, dude, it's so stupid. I, I've fished with people who just like sink their, uh, that, their right. Cans that's in so the river, stupid, like, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm I, I agree a hundred percent. Like, man, can't take your trash. Like, when we go backpacking, and I'm not being this isn't saying like you know, oh, we're great people. It's just something my dad taught me as common courtesy for the damn earth growing up. When you go like hiking or camping. Carry like a trash bag with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't leave your trash behind, man. And not only, you know, try to leave it as good or even better than when you found found it. it. Yeah. If somebody else left trash, I just uh, probably like yourself, I grew up watching Captain Planet. Well, I stepped just this, not this summer, but last summer, man, I gashed my big toe open and it was pretty, Ah. like, it's not too, you know, but like the whole, it took a while to heal. But you know what I gashed it on? A broken glass bottle in the freaking river. Like, just got out of my kayak, went to take a leak. And, you know, yes, now I learned my lesson and I have shoes on my feet at all times when I'm kayaking. But it sucks. Like, I shouldn't have to in the sense of because somebody's stupid enough to throw broken glass in the creek. Like, yeah, man. So it's awesome to see people out there cleaning that up. If you're out on the pier, man, just take your trash with you. There are trash cans all over the place. Like, Mm -hmm. just don't. ah, mm. People can suck sometimes. But people like these people, they're awesome. Yeah. Would you go scuba diving ever? Uh, yeah, I've been curious, man. My dad used to uh, scuba dive, like not like deep, deep, but he would like a scuba dive like in the mouths of caves, like not deep in the cave system. But yeah, like he, he used to have the scuba gear in the house and all this stuff. Yeah, man. But, I think it'd be cool to do. I I'd, um, I mean, drowning is my biggest fear, but as long as at least the first few times I had someone there professional to kind of guide me or I was doing it, you know, in like a creek or a river waters I'm familiar with, you know, I'd be I'd be fine going out of the ocean. I'm not going to lie. I'd prefer to have. A few people around me to help my odds in case Jaws shows up. Dude, have you ever seen those stories? Like like people telling about how they got lost scuba diving in caves. Oh, dude. And just like, I mean. That, Darkness. Yeah, that's horrific, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like those kids that uh, got stuck in the cave. Yeah, like uh, the Chilean soccer team or whatever And you remember that one guy was trying to save him and he drowned. Just yeah. ran out of oxygen, man. It's horrible so yeah yeah, i I don't really care i've seen more horror stories from going too deep in the caves like i i I love to explore and i would love to explore some caves but if i can barely fit i'm probably not going through it you know what i'm saying yeah speaking of uh stuff to do in virginia like the the luray caverns i think that's what they're called man it's awesome i mean they're actually guided tours you're not exploring where what part of virginia is that in I I know we we saw them on the same trip we went to Monticello. So there's some cool caverns at uh, at Natural Bridge. I can't remember what they're called. You but know, that's, I was wondering if that maybe was what you I were talking about. I think so because I know we like that. It was one big trip. We saw Natural Bridge. We went to the caverns. I hope I'm not uh, mistaken the name because we we went to some caverns. I'll in North say there Carolina are some too. sweet caverns up there at Natural Bridge. Yes, yeah, so that might have been it. But yeah, so um, 
So, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for Trending Tuesday. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you hadn't hit subscribe yet, but you've stuck around this long, uh, hopefully it wasn't too terrible. So consider hitting that subscribe button. Also, JP, fill them in on the Patreon. 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 Patreon.com slash the podcasting dead. There will be a link in the description and uh, contribute a dollar, contribute a million dollars, whatever you want to contribute. It all goes into the podcast for equipment. For uh, trips, for getting guests in, it just grows us. We're coming up with merch. But We're like banking it up. Like you could look at yeah. our thing, and we've taken not a dollar out of it yet. You know what I'm saying? Like we are, we are going to use it solely to improve. The, we want to eventually make these video podcasts. Yep, and, and this is going to help yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, once we hit 20 patrons, we will have a drawing for a podcasting dead prize pack. We've already thrown in. A, uh, a Walking Dead action figure set, a video for that's on the Patreon page. Justin contributed something that I'll be uh, doing a video or pics of pretty soon and putting on there. I've been meaning to, but haven't. So it's uh, it's going to be a pretty cool little prize pack. And like I said, anybody's in the running, whether you put in $1, whether you put in $100. So, But if you do the million like JP was talking about, I mean, your chances have greatly improved. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would love like just some great, just super rich and crazy, you know, like uh, what do you call them? Well, I guess like entrepreneur a- that just is like listening to podcasts and hears us and is like, I, for some reason, find these guys to be funny and entertaining. I'm going to contribute $100,000. Tell you, man, stuff like that happens our uh, our mutual friend jason just some random guy in germany heard his music on the internet next thing you know he's flying him and his wife over to germany and they had a european vacation just oh yeah this dude likes some random little singer songwriter over here in virginia you're right you're right but you never know uh, you know it don't matter what you contribute and if you don't contribute we still love you to death and still are just as happy to have you at the podcast but just know that every dollar contributed will be improve this podcast mm-hmm. um once we get you said 20 right it's with the, the cap when we're going to do the contest the first 20 people will be entered into this prize pack yeah that's the idea and it's going to be a little bit of everything that kind of that we that 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 makes this podcast it won't be just what it'll be a lot of walking dead stuff because we definitely won't forget our roots that's what we started off doing was talking about the walking dead but it definitely will be things that encapsulate kind of everything we talk about uh, here on the podcast so who knows i might i mean like i love backpacking and hiking i might throw you some backpacking gear in there it's just going to be this really cool prize pack of just a bunch of different stuff that hopefully when you use it or 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 see it it'll make you think about us that's it um can you well we have ship knives i was about to say i could i could put like a rad survival knife in there yep. but uh but yeah we did ship a knife that one time we did a giveaway for the walking dead so who knows what'll be in the box? So just pledge to the Patreon, and uh, and also too, we do some cool stuff. We have some uh, videos there. We're gonna try to go one night with our good buddy Matt Crowder to the graveyard here in our town and kind of give you a little backstory on uh, me and JP, the song that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Which if you haven't checked out, just look up Matt Crowder, me and JP. It's on YouTube and wherever music is available, and it was written loosely off of one of JP's experiences. Yeah, it was. I say loosely by because. Because if that really happened to you, then just I don't want to be around you anymore. <laughs> yeah. But uh, go check it out. Great song. Even better guy. And um, yeah, social media. JP, where can they find you? Oh, boy. It's a, a long and winding road. You can get me a JP Slim on Periscope. I was Periscoping yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, if you're not on Periscope, you're missing out. So get on Periscope. JP Slim on Periscope. J underscore Radsaw on Instagram. And JP5000 on Snapchat, J-A-Y-P-E-A-5000 for that one. 
And there, there you go. There you go. Mine's a little bit easier. It's just I'm Justin Lloyd, two L's in Lloyd. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Periscope. No spaces, no apostrophes, no nothing. Just I'm Justin Lloyd. Plain and and uh, yeah, you can see us a little bit more behind the scenes. I really, I'm about to buy a, uh, a new drone. I have one, but mine's, you know, it doesn't have that good. I mean, it's, it's a fun ass drone to fly. It's, but it doesn't have uh, that good of video quality. So mm-hmm. I plan on getting back out there and hiking uh, since my daughter has been born. Uh, it's been about a month and a half, coming up on two months, and I have not been hiking since the weekend before she was born. So I plan to get back out there. I plan to put together some really cool videos like of hiking, and JP likes to go hiking too. So I I'm do. sure he'll be along with me on some of those. So uh, all kinds of cool stuff coming to the channel and social media. So. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in, and we hope to see you tomorrow for Random Rambling Wednesday, which, if you're new to the channel, is where we are just unleashed, and sometimes the conversation is is pretty wild. Yeah, I don't know what we'll talk about, but we'll talk about something. We always find and, uh, something. Uh, Matt Crowder, he might just join us for that one. That would be super cool. So we'll see what happens. Be super cool. And don't forget, we'll also have a Supernatural podcast coming out hopefully in the next two weeks. We'll have a six-episode run on that where we talk to different people about their paranormal experiences, including one of our listeners, Dan Ashdown. We'll figure out how to connect with him in England, and we'll have him on one. So, Until tomorrow, we will see uh, I don't even know how to wrap this up. uh, It's over, man. Just just let it go. Just let it go. We will see you tomorrow. I'm Justin. And I'm JP. And we're the Podcasting Dead. Yeah.